0: When I built the new car machine and tool, I put in a sound system throughout the place and we're listening to electronic chill and deep house during the day. Check that out. It's on Spotify. Electronic Chill and Deep House. It's a nice, mellow beat. Yeah. You they, got a, you they got got a nice vibe
1: in your office. If yeah. you want to feel like here. you're
2: shopping at the Banana Republic, then, <laughs> you know, pop it on. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> keep <laughs> you moving. That's that in a good in way, Jim. Uh, yeah, I know that. You got the it's retail vibe going on here. It's kind of like when you go into, what is it, like Aeropostale, there's a picture of Jim with his shirt off right in the entryway of the <laughs> shop. True, too.
2: yeah. <laughs> He's one of the models. Yes. He's got a
1: truly. He does not even know how to
2: recover from that. No. <laughs> He's got a truly in his hand. You know what I thought of? And I... a white nose with sunscreen on it. <laughs> so I'm not a Pro Shop user. No, you're not. They're a great sponsor of ours. And we hear a lot about ProShop from you, Jim. And One thing that's kind of surprising to me in a really good way for them is as I travel, I spend about a third of my life on the road. Yeah. As I travel, this year I've had like three or four different companies that are all either using ProShop and have amazing things to say about it. Really? Or they're... Like one time, I walked in and they were telling me, "Yeah, that's Pro Shop on the screen, but we're just like analyzing which ERP we were going to." They're blowing to. up,
1: Nick. I mean, seriously. I know. I mean, just from talking to Paul, he's a busy man, and you're just hearing about it everywhere.
2: I was like, "Look, I don't use Pro Shop, but everyone I know who does absolutely loves it." So, but in all seriousness, you're going into these
0: shops across America, yeah. and you see it on their yeah. screen, and you're like, "Oh my
2: God, yeah." This- I've seen that before, and I'm like, "Is that Pro Shop?" They're like, "Yeah." Yeah. And one of them was just a, right on the fence
0: about to pull the trigger. You and- know,
1: maybe. Paul should run for president in 2024. (laughs) He would have my vote, man. So go to ProShopERP.com for more information. Yep.
0: Welcome to Making Chips. We believe that manufacturing is truly challenging. But if you are connected to a community of leaders, you can elevate your skills, solve your problems, and grow your business. I'm your host, Jim Carr, and I'm joined by my two co hosts, Jason Zenger and Nick Golner. Guys, hello. Hey, Good hey, afternoon. What's Welcome.
1: Up? What's up, man? Why do you keep sticking truly in there? You do that, say that. Is, have you been drinking too much of those truly alcoholic No, I don't um, drink alcoholic don't, I don't like All the 20 year olds you know, are drinking?
0: Well, that's why I don't drink them because I'm not 20, quite frankly. He's just
2: trying to modify the thing you created yeah, to drink, make yeah. it a little better. Yeah, yeah. no, no yeah.
0: trulys for me. I've tried them. You know what? I barely get buzzed on them. You, ha- you got to drink like, and they have like three. Mis- they have like for- mysterious
1: alcohol in them.
2: They're yeah, they're, they're strange. It's, it was made funny. from rice. <laughs> it is. It's made from rice. Are, they really. I are. was
1: in a uh, virtual conference this one morning, and like the host was like, "What's everybody drinking this morning? Coffee or tea?" And I was like, "I'm drinking truly." <laughs> and the <everyone> rest are laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jim, before we get started, you know, yes. I want to give a shout out. We did this research project for one of the sponsors of our show, Zometry, who are, we are very thankful for. And they wanted to kind of understand the mind of the manufacturing leader. So we put this research project together. We did a, what do we call this, Nick? A
2: We did a focus group. A focus group, thank you. Followed by a survey.
1: Yeah, followed by a survey. And then we presented like this just nice research study into the mind of the manufacturing leader. So we just want to give a little shout out to those of our audience that, yeah. that participated.
2: Yeah. It's a good call on Zometry's part to get the real voice of their customer. Mm-hmm. And they were focused on very small job shop owners. Yep. That, you bet. That was the idea.
0: So Jim, who do we got here? Andrew Schultz from Forward Technologies. And then Jake Van from Production
1: Saw and Machine. And then one of my friends, Barry E. Walter Jr. from Barry E. Walter Sr. Company.
0: He's my friend too. Uh, He doesn't like you. Well, I know. Well,
1: move on, Jim.
2: Me and Barry had an awesome handshake
0: once. Brian Christian from Falcon Prototyping and Machine. Steve Jones
2: from AMET Inc. Aaron Christensen from Sullivan Machine Works. Marcus Remele from MR Service and Consult. Oh, you pronounce that so well, Nick. It sounded German.
0: I
1: feel yeah, like that's natural. That well. It is
2: German.
0: I know Marcus
1: personally. Mine's easy. Derek Turner from Turner Machine.
2: Matt Lindsay from Autopilot Inc. Alan Bjork from Toledo Screw Machine Products.
1: Mark von Gies from Western Pacific Machining. John
0: Weston from Dannon Tool and Machine. Cassandra Halpers from Swiss Precision Machining. That's Cassie. We don't it. Yeah. Hey, Cassie. What's yeah. up, Cassie?
1: She's not friends with Nick, so Nick wouldn't audit. <laughs> well,
0: I nickname. still
2: can say what's up and call her R- Cassie.
1: Brad Lesmeister from Product Development Solutions. Ryan Cook from West Dell. Andrew Reinwald from Ripley Machine and Tool. Louis Dahlgaard from Cayman Tool. <laughs> Tom Rougeau
2: from RX Industries.
1: And finally, Jeremy... Nine Huis from J3 Machine and Engineering. Yes. So thank thank you you all. all. Yeah, we really really. appreciate your help.
0: Yes. It's great to have you as avid fans of the show. We do appreciate you. And we hope that we're doing everything we can to keep you inspired, equipped, and entertained weekly.
1: And sorry for those of you that we butchered your
0: name. Yeah. So guys, before we get on, I want to talk a little bit about my episode this week. You know I've been saying for the last, Two three months that business has never been better. You know, I've been yeah. in this industry for forty one years. I've never seen it like this ever in my entire career. It's quite insane. And you know, I lay in bed at night and I can't sleep and I think, why? Well, well oh, I thought you think about me. It was the Trulies. Well, I do think about you, but not in a good way. But anyway, <laughs> you're the reason he can't sleep. <laughs> yeah, that sometimes the it is. <laughs> but anyway, no, I think about car when I can't sleep and I'm like, you know, why are we so fortunate to be busy. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons. A, I think we've done a great job of identifying industries that are a good fit for, for what we do. Two, I think we're, we've really been focusing on creating a dynamic, authentic culture. Three, we've made big investments in our infrastructure, machinery and equipment, software, inspection equipment, and on. New building. And now
1: your infrastructure, Your in- in- infrastructure. Your infrastructure.
0: That's yeah. what I said. You said infrastructure. Oh, no, I, you probably didn't listen because it, it, you don't anyway. <laughs> but anyway, and we've adopted traction, and I have to give credit to Jason Zenger for that because everyone he's been pushing that for years. So stop me. being such a bully Yes. Yeah. he just gave you credit. I did. But finally, and probably the most profound <laughs> reason, is the economy is experiencing more significant growth than it has in a long, long, long time. And I don't know. I tried to get some research on this coming out of this pandemic and right. mini-recession. They actually called 2020 a mini-recession. So I guess it was for other industries, but it certainly wasn't for manufacturing.
1: So it's funny, Jim. So when I brought up that I went on my sabbatical and then I was like, we had a record month. And you're like, well, that's because the economy's good. Well, it is. And you don't mention like I've done all those same things. I So I agree with you. Like, yeah. those are the important things to do. And when you invest in those things in the beginning, you reap the rewards of them later. It's like, sure. you know, you're planting the seeds In the past, in order to reap the rewards now. And those things, they eventually come to fruition based on what you did in the past.
0: Yes. I believe that, like, I believe in a lot of things in marketing, especially, you know, everything's a piece of pie and however many things that you're working on. And, you know, it's just like your health. You're doing a good job of maintaining your health. There's a lot of different pieces of your health puzzle that you have to keep in check, right? Yeah.
1: You know what, to me, is the most important thing to being successful in no matter what you're doing, like whether it's in business or your health or your eating is just the tenacity and that just daily grinding it out. Yep. So like gotta you just got to put in the work. You, you gotta, know what I mean? Like that's the biggest thing is you got to you can not got to put in the work every day and it's not going to happen overnight. It's nope. like, you know, well what was this person's overnight success? Well, it was the 20 years that they put in tilling the field, planting the seeds, doing all those things in order to make sure that they had a great harvest when it was time for that to come. Yeah. I hope I'm hope i doing. Those, I'm not a farmer, so I hope I'm doing yeah. those analogies
0: correctly. But the thing is, today, we're not going to talk about how great business is. We're going to talk about the next recession. Oh, again? We're doing this oh, again? Oh, yes, okay. we are. Oh, yeah, yes, It's going to happen eventually. Oh, yeah. yeah. And let me tell you, it's, be the infl- it's going to be a big one. It's gonna be the, this is my opinion. No one told me. Jim Carr, the economist. I don't have a crystal ball. What's well, going to be the inflation recession? Do right? you think so? I, it could be. It, I think it could all be. All I know is the younger generation does not know how bad recessions can get. I don't believe you guys have really lived through one, but they're real. It's I have. It's coming. Well, you're not that young. Yeah. You're, it's you're, coming. You're kind
2: of on your way to being the new old guy. Yeah. The new old
0: guy. <laughs> and I, I'm telling you, and I'm telling all the listeners My out there, you to need bad. to be prepared. And I'm just going to give you some tips. I just did some research on recessions and how to look for them. But We are going in the direction where things are so good right now. I mean, things are like crazy. There's got to be a correction.
1: When I make some moves, I'm making conservative moves. You You know what I mean? My wife and I just bought the building that Black utilizes. You know, we have three buildings right now. One we rent and one my dad owns and then one my wife and I own. And I would love to just mow it over and build a new building. But at the same time, you got to make some conservative moves. And sometimes, you know, when you utilize what you have rather than what you wish you had, Mm -hmm. it puts you in a better position for
0: the future. I agree. I'm agree. i not going to say it's coming tomorrow. And I'm not going to say it's coming next month or next year even. Such a
1: buzzkill, Jim.
0: So anyway, manufacturing news. I'm sure you all know the big news here this week that hurts. Just bought
1: a <laughs> hundred thousand Teslas. Yeah, a hundred thousand. I called Teslas. Jason. I
2: said, Hey, did you hear yes. about Tesla?
1: And I knew when I bought my Tesla Model 3 that it was eventually going to become like as common as a rental car. Yes, like I remember at the time I felt bad about buying a Tesla. Oh, why? Well, because it's kind of like you know, buying like a BMW or so, like, like bougie, which I've never owned. You know, it just I don't know. Like, I don't think it's bougie. I
2: think it's pretty average. At the
1: time when I bought it, it was bougie. Now yeah. it's very average. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs>
2: you know like, that song, the fancy like, where he says, I don't need a Tesla to impress a No, I don't. No, no, it's what a said. bougie car, yeah. Jason, yeah. and you're a bougie person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: I anyway, I think it's great for the economy. <laughs> I think it's great for Tesla. I think it's great for manufacturing. I think it's great for all these things. What does that say though? So there here's like a paradigm shift. Right. Well, it's the adoption curve.
1: Right. Exactly. And we talked about this in a prior episode Right. where you have this like adoption curve. And and that's been studied through a lot of different things like the adoption of computers, the adoption of mobile phones, you know, and now the adoption of electric vehicles. We're seeing this kind of like spike in the adoption curve. Yeah. In front of our eyes.
0: I think this is the one thing that really cemented in the brand to people that questioned it for all the years Well, prior. I think people
1: that do like machining in, you know, say like Detroit and stuff like that. And I know a lot of the older traditional Detroit manufacturers, well, they're making these investments as well. But I mean, if you're, if your primary business is in machining engine blocks...
0: You better just start looking somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, you better you better start looking somewhere else. Exactly. So it's like when we were doing commercial printing for all the right those years and yeah. digital media was all the rage. I, I was
1: actually gonna talk about this during my episode, but like we're seeing adoption of people machining composite materials too. Mm-hmm. So but we could talk about that at a later time. Oh, sure. I'm
2: interested in that. Yeah. Where do you think all the engine block machining is gonna go when our country starts trending more and more towards electric vehicles?
1: Probably a lot of the like second, third world countries.
2: I think a lot of it's going like India. to Mexico. There's huge Mexico, automotive facilities you know, in Mexico. India, mm-hmm. Africa. And yeah. they don't have the same kind of like governmental pressure to get more electric that we do. Right. Yeah. It's going to
1: come out into like just cheaper gas cars. Like your average gas car is going to cost Seven thousand dollars. I remember at one point I forgot who the big Indian auto manufacturer is. They're a huge, huge company. I just don't remember their name. And they wanted to have a price point on a on a gas car at like this really low point. Mm. I don't know if they achieved that or not.
0: But before we get on to the podcast and talk about the looming recession. Why don't you guys tell me what's new in your world, either business or Oh, yeah, no, you changed this up. I did change it up a little bit. Nick, I'm supposed to talk about sports. Nick's the sports guy. The Bears, terrible on Sunday. Oh, my God. I'm not even a sports guy, and I know how bad they are. Yeah, uh, hasn't been great so far. So
2: not a lot of enjoyment watching the Chicago Bears. I know. still enjoy all the other games. I got some fantasy football stuff going on. I bet. Little, you know. Legal gambling with some sports apps, and I'm doing pretty good. (laughs) They say the industry's really taken off. I just heard something on the radio talk about a booming industry. Right, um, exactly. It's because suckers like me like to place bets because it makes watching sports more fun.
0: (laughs) But yeah, that's what I'm doing. Cool, Jason. So you're an avid reader of books. What are you reading right now? Fiction? Nancy Drew.
1: No, it wasn't oh, uh, the Nancy Drew. I was actually reading John Grisham. Okay, cool. But right now I'm reading a book from I don't know if you ever heard of him, Jim. I wouldn't imagine that you do. Tony Evans. No, I have not. No, he's a um. Uh, actually, a, I might have heard. Yeah, of Yeah, he's a pretty yeah. prolific, famous preacher. He's out of Texas. He's like the what do you call the person that kind of pastors the sports teams? Oh gosh, chaplain. He's their chaplain. Sports yeah, chaplain. yeah he's, the cha- oh, cool. he's the chaplain for the Dallas Cowboys, and nice. he's you know he writes and preaches some good stuff. Yeah. So I was reading one
0: of his books. Cool, cool. So, th- I just interwove some sports into mine. Yeah, too. You do. as a matter yeah, of fact. Yeah. Even though I'm not a sports guy. Yeah, neither am I. I do know how bad the Bears are doing. But, you know, I <laughs> what are you love using right now, you know, Jim. When I built the new car machine and tool, I put in a sound system throughout the place, and we're listening to electronic chill and deep house during the day. So, uh, that's what, check that out. It's on Spotify, electronic chill and deep house. It's a nice mellow beat. Yeah. You they got get, a, you you got keep a keep nice going. vibe in your office. Yeah. If you want to feel like you're
2: shopping at the banana Republic, Well, <laughs> you know, pop it on. <laughs> kind of, it keeps <laughs> I mean, you moving. That's that sure. in a good way,
1: Jim. Well, yeah. I know that. It, you got the retail vibe going on here. Speaking of, you know, it's kind of like when you go into, what is it like, um, Aeropostale, there's a picture of Jim with his shirt off right in
2: the entryway of the <laughs> that shop. That is true, <laughs> too. Yeah. He's one of the models. <laughs> yes. He's got a truly. You don't even know
0: how to recover from that. <laughs> no,
2: he's got a truly in his hand. You know what I thought of? And I, a white nose with sunscreen on it.
0: <laughs> I thought of the picture of me, my old body standing there, my flabby old body.
2: Listen, metalworking nation. If this pandemic has taught me one thing, it's that we need to accelerate our digital transformation. Can't get into shops the same way anymore. Business isn't done the same way as it once was, and it's only going to continue to trend in that direction. Let me tell you about a company that is doing just that. It's Zometry. So what is Zometry? Zometry is custom manufacturing on demand. They have over 5,000 partners, and their network has the capacity you need for prototyping and production. They're AS9100 and ISO 9001 certified, registered with ITAR, You can get an instant quote today for any of the services that you might need, whether it be CNC machining, 3D printing, injection molding, sheet metal, finishing services. You can even buy materials. Zometry is trusted by the engineers and purchasing leaders at the world's most successful companies like BMW, GE, NASA, Dell, and Bosch. Listen, if you want to turbocharge the way you make custom parts, check out Zometry. It's really easy. X-O-M-E-T-R-Y.com, and you can get a quote today. Anyway, the recession, guys. This is
0: real. It's coming. I'm telling you, we really need to talk about this. I don't think you should panic, but I want everyone, mostly Nick Golner, because you haven't experienced as many as I have or Jason has, and all of the young people out there that really have not felt physically, physically In a recession, they're not fun. it physically hurts. It physically hurts. So the thing is, here's what's happening now. People are spending money like crazy. Why? Why do you think they're spending a lot of money? Because they
1: have it. Because there's free cash out there. Yeah, exactly. There was free
0: cash out there. Let's
2: talk about the inflation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. During the pandemic, no one was spending money. No one was going to restaurants. No. The disposable income dropped off like crazy. And the government was giving everybody money. Businesses were... All the businesses were getting money. All the people, the taxpayers were getting money. We were handing out checks, right? People were saving that. Plus, they weren't spending disposable income. So now that the pandemic is nearly over, people have lost their minds and they're spending money in records See, right and, now. and
1: that was one of the things that you know, you were crying this morning about being too busy. And I'm like, well, why don't you just buy another machine? And you wisely said, I don't want to take
0: out Alone for another it million has, dollars in machines. It has it, to be a wise It has to be a wise purchase. decision. Absolutely. So I'm really spending a lot of time thinking about what is the wise decision to make. Because you know, I it, don't,
1: maybe it's a second shift instead of another machine something. or something like that. But like Actually, I, it's robotic technology. Oh, right, well, yeah. You go to automation. automation. But, but I would say, you know, this is especially relevant for so those like those new manufacturing entrepreneurs out there because I think a lot of them are really feeling this increase in business and they think they're doing a great job and killing it. And you are, but just be wise in your investments. You know yep. what I mean? I follow a lot of Dave Ramsey's teachings. And from a personal standpoint, he always talks about not going into debt to buy things to pay cash for everything. But then he also recommends that for business. Now, capital intensive businesses like ours, I don't know anybody that pays cash all the time. There, I'm sure there are but most people take out loans. But the more loans
0: you take out, when that business dries up, you got to be really careful. Totally, I agree with you 100%. Because you still got to pay the loans. I'm glad to hear that you're saying and that. And that's
1: when these recessions hit. And if you don't know how to manage that money, a bigger company will come in and, you know, like, say, maybe you, Jim, if you manage your business correctly, and somebody who's got like a two-man shop he can't pay his bills. You come in and be like, okay, well, I'll pay you 10 cents on the dollar for all your machines, bring in all your jobs and your people, and I'll take over your business. I did that for other cutting tool distributors, and that's how I grew my business tremendously during some of those recessions too. Exactly.
0: But like I said earlier, I've never seen it 41 years. I've never seen anything like this before. Prices for material services, wages... Rent, utilities,
2: taxes. So When do you think this is going to happen?
0: I don't know. I am not a financial guru at all, or profit. Yes. <laughs> all I know is that there's got to be a correction. There's all. It's
2: all cyclical, so yeah, it yeah, always cyclical. Yeah. I don't think happens. it's 2022, though. I don't think it is either, Nick. I don't think it is either. You know what? I'm going to know a lot more. It could be fourth quarter 2022. I'm going to know a lot more next Thursday, Wednesday, and Thursday when Why? I'm in Denver. You're going to a fortune teller. MT forecast. Okay. It's, it's our yes. industry's
1: fortune teller. Absolutely.
0: Event. uh, I want to hear what they say at that time.
1: But anyway, Jim and I
0: actually spoke at that event a couple years ago. Yes. Housing is up 14% average across the United States. A record increase in housing prices. Mm -hmm. Uh, Private equity. I mean, I told you guys at lunch, I'm getting a call, an email every day for somebody to acquire my business. I get a
1: lot of those emails too. It's
0: nuts. I've never seen it like this before in my life. And a lot of my business peers are selling Their companies. I was really
1: surprised, like some of our friends who they themselves were never owners, but their families, their parents sold the companies. And I was kind of surprised about that.
0: And some of my peers' friends are buying businesses too, buying machine shops.
2: Jim, have you ever considered buying a machine shop?
1: Jim and I have talked about
0: this. Yeah. You know, yeah. Not my style for growth. Uh, I'd rather do it organically. Mm -hmm. I feel like I have more control over that. Plus, I don't want to bring on, I don't know. I've thought of it. Yeah. But.
1: It's kind of interesting. So, like, I would always, and you and I have talked about this, I would always equate the buying of another business very similarly to closing a deal when you're just selling machine products. So like you're going through a lot of those same processes when you're courting somebody to buy their company as you are courting somebody to give you like a PO and start engaging in business with you. And there's a lot of things where you don't have control, but I would actually argue that they're the ones giving up control and you're taking over control in that situation. Right. So, it
2: can be a tough decision. You said like grow organically or I
1: think we could talk about that in a future up. I'd love Why to I, I think
0: it's really important. I think it's important for the metalworking nation to know that there's different ways. To grow your company, yeah. I just like the organic way of growing a business. I believe in brand. I believe in brand awareness. I believe in everything that I'm doing. most of the
1: acquisitions that I made, I just roll them
2: up into my brand. Right, exactly. Right, but sometimes there's an acquisition where you might buy a brand that has a lot of value that you didn't already have, or or buy into that. But you can face an opportunity where you could grow organically, maybe buy a new building. Right, and expand into a new building and buy more machines or you could just buy a company with the same kind of machines that you would have bought that's the size of that building yeah I'm I'm making an offer
1: on another industrial supply company here in the Chicagoland area like I need to finish it up either this week or next week cool to buy his business. So, I mean, it's a very viable way to grow.
0: Yeah, that... If you do it again, but this goes back to you have to do would these things. I think now is not a good time to buy a business because everyone's inflating well,
1: your... Well, it depends on how you put the terms together. Yeah. you know. Right. Yeah, like, so, and like
2: do you factor in the ERC and the PPP well, money yeah, and like now that. all of a sudden you're like, wow, look at what we did. Yeah. You, you have know, to it's do like, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, just moving on because I want to move this forward. So, there, here's just a few common causes. I just did a quick Google search and took some notes down based on this, and I agree with all of these. Common causes of recessions are high inflation, high deflation, a sudden economic shot, i.e., a COVID. pandemic. Yeah. Yep. Or we had the nine eleven. Nine eleven was one. Oh, the mortgage crisis. The mortgage crisis. Was the, mortgage another. Cri- the bubble burst. Yeah. Well, that's the next one. Asset bubbles bursting. So housing went really high. All those loans. What do they call those loans? Low. I don't think yeah, that. you know they were giving out loans, to, predatory loans. Yeah, well they were giving out loans to it was the way they bundled clubs, them to investors. Right? Yeah, and then the stock market crashes—that's another cause of a recession. Excessive debt. We just talked about that. Advances in technology and post-war slowdowns. What do you know? We just got out of the Afghan War, so kind of strange, right? So we know what causes recessions. Now let's talk about warning signs of a recession. If there's an increase in unemployment. Well, right now, unemployment's low, right? We spiked last year during the recession. Everybody in hospitality started claiming unemployment. I think it was 30 some odd percent. During COVID? Yeah, Yeah. during COVID. And now I just heard today that it's down to its lowest pre-pandemic. It was
1: still very low for manufacturing. Right,
0: exactly. Inverted yield curve. Do, Do you understand what that means? What is an inverted yield curve? I have no idea. Jim. Okay. I don't either. Okay. Rise in credit card debt and late payments. So people can't make the credit card debts. They're not paying it off. They're paying the minimum and they're late to get the payments.
2: Just a bunch of money that doesn't create any value exactly. for anyone other than the
0: poor stock performance, of course. If the market's down and people aren't getting what they expected, that's a sure sign that recession's on its way. And consumers losing confidence. That's huge. That's huge. Right now, there's a lot of consumer confidence. People are out. They're taking all their money. They're spending it. They said Christmas is going to be up 14% this year. Everyone's just got money to spend. And lastly, a drop in leading economic index, the LEI.
1: I feel like all of those things kind of come at the same time, and they genuinely happen so rapidly, it is hard unless you're to
0: catch it, you
1: know, unless you're like some kind of quant guy to be able to or gal to be able to catch some of those things ahead of time and pull your market out of the stock market or make confident decisions that are
0: aligned with those factors, right? That's why we're starting right now, because we want to make sure that you are in a good position when it does hit preparedness is the best way.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: So lastly, I just want to finish off, and Nick, I want to get to your question. Yes. How to prepare yourself for recession. So again, things are really good right now. It's inevitable, but it's going to come. But I want you all to just, I'm going to read these eight things off quickly. Reassess your budget monthly. Contribute more towards your emergency fund. They say you should have three to six times your monthly income and savings. Focus on paying off high interest debt accounts. I mean, if you're paying 24% interest on a credit card. And These
1: are personal ways to prepare yourself, right? not necessarily for like your business, but some of these things can be translated to your business. If you think about it,
0: Jason, yes. Focusing on paying off high interest. I said that one, keep up with your usual contributions. So don't stop contributing to your 401k. They say that is how to prepare yourself because you're building up your personal wealth. Five, evaluate your investment choices. What does this say? Whether your investments are doing well or not, avoid making emotional money decisions. If the market takes a turn for the worse, consider riding it out for... So
1: what they're saying there is like, if if, the market market takes a dive, don't just like pull all your money
0: out eventually. Like just unless you're... Remember when you did that in the last recession? What? You did that in the last recession. I remember you and I talking about it and you were like, I didn't catch it on the way up again. I did? Yeah, you did. I remember you telling me that. I know. No, I maybe I talked about it. I never oh, ended okay. up doing I anything. I thought you did. Yeah. Because when I hear that, well, I Well, you know,
1: my wife has her master's in finance, and that's, like, yeah. all she did. And so,
0: like, I would never do those things unless
1: I talked to her Okay. First. I thought so, you did.
0: No. Why well, did... Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Maybe you're thinking of somebody else. Maybe. Someone Sixth, who
2: doesn't make foolish mistakes. That's yeah. right.
0: Build up your skills on your resume. Use online leading platforms like YouTube, expert guides, LinkedIn courses, and assessments to boost your resume. Well, because... If you get laid off in the recession, you need better have that resume ready and it oh, okay. better look pretty good. Seven, brainstorm innovative ways to make extra cash. I don't know. Side hustles? I don't know. Go back to waiting tables, bartending, whatever it takes. Eight, prioritize online and in-person networking events. So Again, you're reinventing yourself. You're trying to make new connections. Go to those networking events. Make yourself obvious and... Mm-hmm. Those are things that uh, you'll need to do to prepare yourself in advance from the recession.
2: Nick, what was that question you had before we move on? Just what happens when you create money. You create all sorts of money and you stimulate the economy and give give away free money. Jason mentioned the uh, inflation recession. Yeah, the so.
1: problem that's going to come into play is when the cost of goods rises at a much higher rate than the salary increases do. So like everybody's talking about salary increases, bonuses, commissions, all that kind of stuff. But if the cost of goods rises faster than that, that's where you end up having you know, those it's inflationary much in, in, problems. I think
0: it's in check right now. It's pretty aligned. I think wages are going up price- are going up, yeah.
1: But I mean, yeah. you just got to be careful because you know you never know where is that going to be six months from now or a year from now. I know, like with my company, the way I'm trying to manage like those salary increases is that you got, you have to balance the rise with like more variable pay versus the fixed pay, so that people don't get used to that like expecting over that fixed pay, but they could still get the benefit of the variable pay when the company. Yeah, doing really we well. just
2: talked about this over lunch. Different strategies you can put into place for yeah commercial leaders in your company, you know, if, if you hit certain targets, you get some of that variable yep. incentive.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I literally last night, it was kind of funny. I, one of my really close friends and I, we were drinking wine on a virtual video call and talking about like our scorecards for our company in order yeah. to try to, you know, just help each other out and stuff like that. But yeah, those, you have to be really on target with those things so that you don't increase your wages at, to the point where you can't manage them. 100%.
0: Hey guys, you know I've been trying to locate a machine monitoring system that is easy to install with minimal onboarding, right? I have to tell you, Amper Technologies reached out to me. Akshat, their founder, has been on the show before. He sent me two units to install on my CNCs under their 30-day pilot program. It's been nothing but easy peasy. Ryan snapped them on. We waited a few days to validate and collect the data, and away we go. Check them out at amper.xyz and look under products for their pilot program. Bam. So in the end, this is just a precursor to what's coming. I hope you guys listen. I hope you take in some of these tips and tricks on how to prepare yourself for that coming recession. You'll thank me when it gets here. And and that's that's just I have about a complaint,
2: it. Jim. Go ahead. I have a complaint. I'm uh, a downer today. We've had what, two, three years where we've done this thing together? Yes. Co-hosted and done episodes. Okay. I think you've done three podcasts about Recession. Uh-huh. I think this is
1: the second one. It's the third total, but the other one was like five years ago.
2: Is it? Yeah. You have a, it's a real thing. You have a recession obsession. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, I sure do. I, because you know why? You
2: are I, a downer, man.
0: Yeah. Well, I felt, it, and I know it was extremely painful. Yeah. And I just, it stuck I with don't want to repeat that again. I want to make it less painful when it comes again. Well, think
2: about where you're at. You just expanded, you exactly. New building, just bought all this equipment. So, yep. Yeah, I get it. But so. you know
1: what the biggest deal is for him is that he has to drink cheap wine. and He, yeah, can't, buy, that, and he can't buy new clothes. That would
2: definitely.
0: That would definitely pay, be. Painful. I have a
2: strong feeling that when. I go to this big thing next week where they tell us all about the forecast. What are they going to say? I don't think we have anything to worry about in 2022. So let's
0: live in the precious present. I think that's pretty accurate, Nick. But Nick, look at how fast the years yeah. fly so, by. So what unless do we do?
1: there's a b- big problem, right? You so know? because yes. of what you guys said, there could so be a
2: terror attack.
0: There'd
1: if things anything. are
2: awesome in 2022, and the desire is like, oh, how do I get more capitalized and buy more buildings or buy companies or whatever? Like, yeah, maybe, maybe kind of
0: temper that a little bit. Do you remember when mortgage rates were at 16 percent? No.
2: I do. I, I just locked in at like two something.
0: Yeah. Well, I remember in the late eighties when mortgage rates were at sixteen percent. Sixteen percent. Yuck So that's what I'm talking about, inflation. Don't know if that's gonna happen that soon, if ever again, but it's just a warning sign. Well, thank you you're for welcome. educating me. Yes. I am
2: now equally scared and
0: obsessed with the future. Energy. Because if you're not making ships,
2: you're not making money. Bam. Bam. and many of them are at makingchips.com.